Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Show me the money! Yes, we do. Anthony, let me listen to it. No, we're not. Let me listen to it. No. You gotta play the music. Yeah, we did have to play the music. No, we did not. You got to That's not at all what it sounds like. It's You know why I know that? It's because it's very similar to what Sean plays on the piano all the time. Yeah. It's good. It's very jazzy and it fits our mood perfectly. Yeah, so. Welcome to Corvallis News and Brews, where you come for the news. Stay for the brews. I'm Marcus Wines. And I'm Anthony Lusardi. Let's get down to the news, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Well, to kick things off, first off and foremost, I know a lot of people are dying to go outside. And not just go outside, but go to local businesses. And ladies and gentlemen, Linn County is exploring a phased opening for the local economy in Albany and all of Linn County. What this looks like for those of you who are a little bit less inclined inclined is a good there word thank you go. less inclined in how local government works is they are doing a study exploring what it would look like in order to get the economy up and running by opening certain businesses so this is stuff like hey can restaurants open can we get people to come into our stores and buy yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. so really exciting opportunity it might be coming up cool yeah well uh Honestly, it's been uh, it's it's been kind of exciting to hear that things are opening back up. We're still a little hesitant to see that, but some of the you know I think we're kind of sick of coronavirus at this point. At least hearing about it, it just gets kind of old, and we're just getting new cases. I know it's been a whole three weeks. It's really a long time to hear about it. You know, but you know every freaking day. But I gotta say something. What's up? We've got some news on coronavirus. There is. A two, not one, but two cases of cats that get coronavirus. Are you talking like little kitty cats? Because I heard about a tiger in New York that got it. See, that's the thing. Is that we got a tiger in New York. Tiger King gets released. Here, here's my conspiracy theory. And a tiger gets coronavirus. coronavirus. There is something linked. The government is trying to take away tigers. Oh my god. Because yeah. we're now we're obsessing over them. You're onto something here. So wait, okay. So what you're saying with your news story though, was it? A tiger and then another tiger got it? Or are we talking about a house cat? No, we're talking about a house cat and a tiger. So what you're saying is my sweet little Mew Mew could get coronavirus. Yeah, pretty much. Is there anything we can do to stop Mew Mew from getting coronavirus? Um, Put a mask on the cat. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting strategy. Yeah, and we actually we have, we have uh, masks that are being made. We actually have, remember Colette from our first episode. Yeah, Colette Richter. Yeah, honestly, she's been doing great. She made over 100 masks. From the donations I received on her GoFundMe, um, her and her friend Emily, uh, they made over 100 masks for medical workers. They've been donating them. They've been really doing great things for the community here. That's awesome. We wanted to thank our listeners, too, for reaching out and donating their time and money to um, to make that happen. Yeah. So we can actually probably get her to make with cat size. Like, for your little house cat, you can put it over their ears. I don't know how much they'll like it. I was going to say, I don't think cats are going to enjoy wearing a mask. Well, they don't enjoy anything. Well, yeah. No, they enjoy knocking glasses off the counters. Okay. Yes, but they don't. Anything that has to do with hygiene, it's like that one like. Cats uh, lick themselves every day to take a little bath. Okay, When's the last time you took a bath? Yeah, I don't lick. Well, yeah, what was that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, in other news, Oregon is uh, one of the few states that reports just around 2,000 cases. A lot of states are over that number by a pretty significant margin. But mm-hmm. one thing that makes Oregon really interesting when it comes to coronavirus treating is our state has 595 recovered cases. Over 25% of all people in Oregon who have been tested for coronavirus and tested positive have recovered. 
That's those. There's no cats in that. Yeah, it's just it's oh, just people. Yeah, yeah. I'd really love to know those numbers. <laughs> yeah. So part of the part of the change, the the, the shift. I, I, you know, those of us who are students, I'm I'm still in my last term here. Oh, um, nerd. <laughs> well, at least I'm finishing with a degree. Yeah, I finished with a, a double major degree. Okay. What do you What do you want to say? Huh? No. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just getting my one. So there, I don't know about you guys, but the Zoom classes, um, it's Oregon State has been having this great transition, trying to go over, um, getting all of their classes, especially STEM classes, are really hard. But they're uh, a lot of them, especially discussion-based classes, are actually finding a lot of success. Um, a lot of my communication classes, actually, it's my, you know my major. We've been having some great discussions and engagement, more so than what we'd be having in a regular classroom. Um, even if we're not having the same one-on-one uh, uh, discussions or, you know, the classroom participation, they're really going forward. And um, unfortunately, the STEM classes are having a little bit of trouble. Um, That's what they get for trying to think of Yeah, you know, you know what? You know, there's a, there's a lot of happiness in what I do. Um, yeah, a lot of enjoyment. A lot of enjoyment. Not a lot of money. Yeah, but uh, but you know the discussion discussion based classes are they're a lot of fun. They were doing great with Zoom, but uh, Oregon State's kind of having some issues uh, with the staff and students um, doing pre recorded lectures. Uh, they're trying to move towards pre recorded lectures with longer times for office hours to make up for those STEM classes that are kind of struggling a little bit. You know they probably need it with all that really weird number stuff that they put on the board. Uh, the number stuff. One time, the math. I, I accidentally walked into an engineering class one time. I walked in and there were just nothing but numbers on the board, and I just went, "Yeah, see, I don't speak Latin, so I don't understand what X equals two means." Well, that's, what I, that's what I always say: is the H in engineering stands for happiness. Good point. I yeah. like that joke. Yeah. It's very solid. It's pretty good. Well, Oregon State's also doing other really cool stuff. Um, a really groundbreaking thing that Oregon State is preparing to do in the next month or so is they're going to start what's called Trace COVID-19. Now, rather than just be a fun way of saying Trace COVID-19, it's actually an acronym. And that acronym stands for Team-Based Rapid Assessment of Community-Level Coronavirus Epidemics. So what this means is coronavirus is obviously widespread. We, but we don't know how many cases are asymptomatic, meaning that no one is showing it or they don't right. need to go to the yeah. hospital. So really interesting thing is Oregon State is sending out students to collect studies on the local Corvallis population. Now it's 100% voluntary mm. and it's 100% free. Yeah. And what they're going to do is they're going to come to your door on Saturday and Sunday for yeah. the next four weekends. And <laughs> Would you like to get tested for coronavirus? We're trying to see the spread of it in the local community. And they're just going to swab the inside of your nose. They're not going to penetrate all the way five inches up into your brain cavity or the back of your throat. Ah. So it's just a quick little swab. And then seven to, ten day, seven to ten days later, you get your diagnosis back, whether or not you have coronavirus or have the antibodies for yep. coronavirus. Yep. And then. Yeah, honestly, so th- this is this is some great news. I, I know no one likes the idea of just, you know, getting some some random stranger to take a swab out of, you know, to try to, you know. I think it's about time. I, yeah, I don't. I personally don't. But in any case, it'll help us to get other things moving. And I think that that's, that's really important, especially for our community. We've been looking to get things going. Our small businesses are hurting, and we're, our state parks especially, uh, we want to open them back up. It's beautiful weather. Everyone wants to get Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. I'd love to go find them out. And that's the thing is if, if we take these assessments and we, we take them seriously, we get these, we get tested, it's, it could help to opening state parks with their local communities. The Oregon State government is working on that. The current ban extends until May 8th, but if a solution can be found, the parks will be open sooner. 
So if we want to get back on the trails, we want to get back back to our lives that we like, getting tested is one of the ways to help that get going. So, you know, stay at home like you already are and get tested. Let's get some more data on this and we can move forward. See, and that's a really cool thing about Trace COVID-19 is this is one of the first and only studies that's being conducted across the entire United States. So with the Oregon State going out of their way to record this in the local community, it's going to help Cape Brown, local communities, figure out what exactly it is that they want to do. So yeah. it's really exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's helping the community, helping them get forward, and uh, we can get some progress built. You know what also is really exciting, considering building? Well, what you got? Oh, here's the thing. Circle Boulevard, west of Highland is just nothing but potholes. You yeah, I, I know. I've been driven there. I know it's, it is. It's a nightmare, man. Well, two cool things. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, Circle Boulevard is getting repaved this summer. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a round of applause. Now, unfortunately, that means over the course of the summer, the roads can be closed. If only there was Walnut two blocks to the north, or, you know. Or, like, everything connected in Corvallis. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> It's almost like you can take a detour and be done. But with Circle Boulevard being closed, they're actually going to try this really interesting idea. So basically what they're going to do is they're going to change the road diet, which is civil engineer and city planner for the way the road is laid out. And they're actually going to make bike lanes wider and okay. pedestrian sidewalks bigger. So you're more encouraged to walk or ride your bike rather than drive your car on Circle. Interesting. You know, I saw something like that on actually on Harrison. Um, when, yeah. they, when they opened up the, you know, when they did the road construction, it took them all summer, you know, but it was worth it. You can really ride your bike and not feel like you're going to get run over. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do in Circle. But here's the thing that's new about this one. If Circle's successful, that's going to be their guideline for the rest of road paving in all of Corvallis. Okay. So we're going right. to see. Yeah, let's go, let's go Circle. Um, interesting stuff. And then, you know what? We're not driving that much anyway, because we're just kind of at home. Exactly. Um. Interesting thing, we got, we got to get something now that we're you know staying at home and uh, we're constantly trying to find things to do. Um, coming up here, we've got a cool holiday. I know it's not Cinco de Mayo and we're not going to be in the bars. It's like, another Hallmark holiday. No, this is not a Hallmark this holiday. This is like hug your best friend this is Friday. A, this is an awesome holiday for all us Oregonians especially who have pride in a lot of our beer. Oh, really? Okay. Well, what holiday would this be? We've got a holiday. Well, we're already on like literally 45 days of holiday at this point. But we've got May 2nd is National Homebrewing Day. Oh, okay. So you're in home. You're looking for something to do. Um, it's National Homebrewing Day. And um, honestly, this thing has been increasing uh, across the entire state. I myself um, have been doing it for, for over a year and found great support from the Corrales Brewing Supply down on, uh, on, on 4th Street. And I got to say, uh, you know, shout out to them for all the, all the materials, the advice that they've been helping me with. Um, it's a great thing to get started into. You know, maybe you're just looking for something new. I know? think they actually uh, have a lot to do with the beer that we're going to be tasting. Right yes, today. they are, actually. Uh, this is going to be... Uh, oh, don't spoil it yet. It's well, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to give it a little teaser. Oh, right. Really? Well, tip on the top. A little, little kind of teaser. Oh, no. Taser. Wow. Teaser. Not taser. Don't tase the audience, Anthony. <laughs> Jesus. So we've got homebrewing coming up. It's a, it's a, it's a, we call it a state holiday. Let's call it a state holiday. Okay, state holiday. It's home. National Homebrewing Day, but I think that we take it more seriously than other uh, states. Woot, woot. Well, after the break, I think it's time for us to crack open a couple beers, don't you? Yep, absolutely. Right. We'll see you then when you see some brews.
Who corrals his injuries? Where he comes in the news. It's David Rude. All right. Well, should we pop some beers? Yeah. All right. Beers here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a can today like normal. Ready? We got a bottle. Three, two, one. Ah. Oh. There we go. Beautiful. Well, Anthony, cheers, mate. Cheers. What are we drinking? All right. So today, in celebration of our National Homebrewing Day coming up on the 2nd of May, we have right here a homebrew. What'd you a guess it? Yeah, oh, we've done wow. a homebrew. And right now, uh, what I've done here is we've done something called a wet sta- uh, Whetstone Station Brewery. And this um, this brew right here is a, is a uh, I want to say Seishan. Is that how you say it? Session? Seishan. Seishan. Seishan IPA. Okay. I've been confused because I've heard both ways. In any case. I think it's just Session. Session. We'll call it that. Sure. We're we'll, white. We'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get corrected later. That's okay. I can take it. We're doing uh, Seishan Session IPA, and we got a 4.5 ABV on this beer. Um, it's got Simcoe, Amarillo, and Citra hops. It's hazy, aromatic, and full of flavor. Now, this is in comparison with a regular IPA or one of those ones that you get is more like 6 or 7%. This is on the lower end. Uh, we've got a lot of hoppy taste, but not a lot of ABV, so something you can sip easily. And it sneaks up on you, though. It sneaks up on you. Oh, I'm sure. Well, why don't we give it a try? See how it tastes, shall we? Yeah. Let's see what we got here. All right. A little splash. Mm Mm-hmm. Mmm. Okay. A little bit of hoppy flavor in there. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty hoppy. Tastes tastes almost like an IPA. Yeah. This is like, this is my second, no, this is my third time making this beer. Um, The funny thing is the first time I did this, I put in way too much dextrose, which uh, those of you who have um, been brewing at home, Dextrose is what carbonates the beer. Okay. Right? So you put in that, and uh, it carbonates the beer after two weeks, and you get this carbonation. Now, by accident, I put in twice the amount. So every single 40 of the bottles that I had exploded. Really? Yeah, that was a good time. I learned my lesson the hard way. So those of you who homebrew, take that into advice. Put in one packet of Dextrose, not two. You know, since we're talking about homebrewing, how hard was this beer to make? So you know what? It's, it's, uh, it's, I'd say two things. One is that if you're starting to homebrew, uh, do some research, go to Corvallis Brewing Supply and talk to the guys there. They really know what they're doing. Okay. Uh, you can so do either like two ways. You, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they spend a lot of time on this. So if you want to do a whole grain or if you want to do an extract, um, which is going to be two ways of doing the, uh, doing the brewing process. Um, and you can do it either way. There's, there's no better way. Um, but one takes a little bit more time. The whole grain um, is going to be a little bit more involved, and you're going to spend a whole day just brewing the grains, brewing, um, making sure you get the flavor out of them. And it's it's really a whole day process. You start in the morning, you boil your wort, and at the end you chill it, bring it down to a temperature, and, throw, and then pitch your yeast. So this is a really good way to you know kill some time. Yeah, it takes an entire day to do the whole process, really. Uh, you've got your Vorloff uh, cycling method that you're going to be putting in. Um, and then for, for those of you who want more information, go ahead, head down to the Corvallis Brewing Supply. They're going to be open there. They take, um, email orders, uh, phone orders, and they can get your stuff together. They can also, they're super helpful. Oh yeah. Super helpful. If you're starting and, they, and you need some direction, they've got some great expertise, uh, to really help you out there. Well, you know, you brewed quite a few beers in your day. How does this one compare to your favorite beer that you've ever made? Ooh, I think my favorite, this is not my favorite. Which I, I I can do that I can diss my own beer. Oh. Um, this is it's good, but my favorite though is the one I get a little creative with. It's the hibiscus mango. Ooh, that's the one that you're making right now. Yeah, that's it? the one I'm I'm doing a recreation here. Um, mm. 
it's uh, it, you brew it. Uh, it's a blonde, right? Okay. So it's going to be on the lighter side. And then you brew it with, you do a second racking, which is you, you re-ferment everything that you've already done with just pureed mangoes. And you let it sit there for another two weeks. And it, take, it kicks up the alcohol just another bit because of the sugar. And you also get, um, after the last three days, you put in hibiscus in there. It gives it a nice color and nice little spiciness, actually. Spicy? Yeah. Because hibiscus? Spice. Yeah, actually. Are you saying that the cactus is going to stab my tongue? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you try it after we're done? Well, I plan to. Yeah, I do like beer. Yeah. So, in any case, we are going to uh, we're going to see how that turns out. Yeah, um, I look forward to it. You know, I think uh, I look forward to drinking the rest of this one, and I uh, look forward to many more in the future. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be telling all kinds of crazy stories after the break. We'll see you then. <laughs> God, that's smooth jazz. It just never gets old, does it? Nope. I love that smooth jazz. All right. Well, you know, Anthony, you went on a date last weekend, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. But to be, a, to be fair, it to was be a social distancing date. What'd you do that with social distancing? You know what? There's lots of ways you can get creative with social distancing. Yeah, hold but... hands six feet apart, leave space for Jesus. Hey, no purpling. No purpling. Yeah. Is that what they called it back in your weird little schools? Yeah. You know, you know, you got the, you got the... The, the guy who's like blue the girl's pink you don't make oh purple. girls are pink and guys are blue that sounds I'm like sorry. gender norms and stereotypes and i grew up in a gender stereotyped childhood well that explains a lot but what happened Ouch. on the state though i did you guys go disc golfing is that what i heard yeah we uh we went disc golfing and so um you know th- this uh this date i was like i've been playing disc golf for what was it, like three weeks? Like three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. Okay, fair enough. I got my own discs. Enough to get invested to get my own discs. You can get a plus 20 game. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. So I was I was feeling pretty confident. I'm like, you know what? I'll play a game I already know. And it's a social distancing day. We're just going to get to know each other. It's not going to be that much uh, that much hassle. And I know I'm going to win. Yeah, you can throw frisbees in the woods. It's a yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I start, the, you know, we're going to go to this limit. We drive there and uh, we meet up and and uh, she didn't bring in her discs, so I'd let her use mine. And I only have, like, those of you who play disc golf, there's, like, the, the ones that throw, like, they drive really hard, kind of like you do golf, and they, they, they fly. Is it called a driver? It is called a driver. Crazy. Yeah. And there's, like, the mid-range, and then you got your putter, kind of like you do golf, right? So I didn't have enough for both of us, so I let her use the driver, the biggest one. Like You, the one you are that. quite a gentleman. I do, I do my best. Okay, I so best. you're being a very good man, and you're letting her use your big, strong driver. Yeah, so I was using the mid-range. And uh, so we're, we're, we're going through this, and uh, so I say to her, I said, uh, you know, if if I win, you know what that means, that you, I get bragging rights. You I didn't get, get a kiss. You want a bragging rights over your date. Honestly, I'm that competitive. Okay, good know. to know. So she said, fine, the same goes for me. Really? But... You have to say it on your podcast. I like how one of the first things that you led on your date was, I have a podcast. Well, she already knew it. She was listening to it. Oh, really? She's yeah. one of our listeners. Yeah. I feel like so. It's a weird conflict of interest, but still, that's pretty cool. It's okay. I'm worried not done with the story yet. Oh, oh, God. So. Is she not one of our listeners now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, we're, uh, so we're, we're, we're teeing off. It's a whole one. And you know what? I was, I was expecting, like, you know, I, I started with the, the, the throw is kind of like the, the ultimate frisbee throw. You just kind of just, just kind of like throw it out with your right hand and just let it go and just kind of say yeet at the end of it. Yeah, you yeet it. Okay. And then she's like, "Oh, that was good, good, good." 
And you know oh, what she God, does? No. She goes on this concrete pad, lines up at the back, runs up, does a running discus throw from literally like Athens, Greece, from oh, God. Two, from 200 BC, and throws the damn driver and kills it. Oh, I just I, I I said it with my face. I said, "You've played before, haven't you?" She didn't even. She looked at me back and she said, "Yeah, my dad." Really encouraged me to play disc golf when oh I was really my little. God, I was like, of all the sports, of all the sports. Anthony, this girl pranked you good, man. Yeah. So, so are you gonna, who won the disc golf game? Uh, so I just uh, ca- I capped it at par nine. Are you saying that you caddied for this poor girl while she absolutely destroyed? Wait, you? wait, 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 wait. That's what's here. That's what sounds. So, funny. so to be honest. Oh. Uh, it was. She took it easy on you. I honestly think so. What, what was your, what was her score? She got two over me. So two she over you or two under you? I, I got two over. She yes. beat you by two. You know how it goes. Well, cheers, man. You can't win them all. <sighs> but you won the date. You had a good time. I had a, I had a great time. But I uh, that's why I have to say this on my podcast because I lost the bet. So uh, cheers to you. Congratulations on uh, humili- uh, humbling Anthony. That's very impressive. God. Well, you know, this girl pranked you. I'm sure you've had a couple good pranks in your day. Oh yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah, I was I was scrolling through my uh, my my news feed, and one of the saddest things I, I come across, you know, everyone's missing graduation. You know, and we're missing I those did not important miss ones. My graduation. Well, some people are. Some people are missing their graduation, okay. and they're missing those important moments and uh, those kind of like those hallmark moments of their of their life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I and one that. of the most important moments is senior prank week. True. Yeah, if you don't have a good prank, what are you gonna? If you don't have a, if you don't have a school, you don't have a remembrance of your senior class doing the best senior prank. What was it worth? What was education worth? What was uh, what was your pranks like at homeschool? Did you guys just uh, like throw an egg? <laughs> in your mouth? Very funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I went to a, I went to a private high school. Oh right, just you and your siblings. <laughs> yes, we actually did. Really? Wow, exciting. Yeah. So, so what did you guys pranks, do? Your actions. Yeah, yeah. Life. So let me tell you, we were on another level. Oh you know, wow! There, you know there was uh, we. I went to school and it was a little inner city school in in Wheeling, West Virginia. Uh, shout out to West Virginia. Yeah, we went to West Virginia Wheeling Central Catholic High School. Oh god, so, there's so many jokes I could make, but I won't. I know you will. I know you would. But so for our our senior prank, we were thinking of really really hard how to do this, and this is back in 2012. You know, this is you know eight years ago at this point. So I've hit my statute of limitations. So if anyone wants to like, yeah, yeah. you're good, you're good. Yeah, we're good. So uh, we are the, we're thinking of things to do, and all of the senior class, we all have to dress in like uniforms, right? So we uh, we Sounds decided like private school, yeah, yeah. So we got the guys wear suit and t- or the the button downs and ties, and the, and the girls wear skirts, um, and and button downs. So what we decided to do is just for initial one, just to kind of shake things up, we uh, we wore skirts. You wore a skirt. Yeah, I look great. Oh, God, that sounds so... You'd love to see it. I know you would. So homoerotic. I can only imagine. <laughs> Do you still have the skirt? I have the picture. Oh, wow. I was going to say, Michaela might want to see that. She might want to wear that. Oh, boy. Or rather, she might want you to wear it. What? What? <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, so. see, okay. So, I went to two high schools. My first high school in Nebraska had a way better senior prank than my one in Oregon. Okay. So, we're going to talk about the one in Oregon first. Let's hear it. My class decided, instead of, you know, being sexist and wearing skirts. Okay, it was 2012. Oh, wow. Way back when. Black Eyed Peas were still hot. <laughs> oh, my God. You're not wrong. Uh, our idea was, you know what would be really funny? What if we just sat outside and had a barbecue in the parking lot? 
And literally, we had a barbecue. We lived in one of the parking lot. That was it? We played basketball. We didn't go to class that day. Oh, my God. Okay, right? well. Right? That's like yeah, a prank. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's just, just, just having a barbecue. Right? Okay. It's not even that bad. It's so, just, so dumb. <laughs> so, this one time, me and my friend were sitting in music class. And we're like, we got this idea. Okay. We're sitting there, and it's like first period. And we're like, dude, you know what we should do? We should put... Wear skirts? Yeah, this was after the skirt idea, just oh, so you wow. know. We thought of another idea. This is senior prank oh week. Oh my god, you guys are so good. Icy hot. Icy hot? Yeah, icy hot. What you do with icy hot? Like, make your muscles feel better? Yeah, we're going to put it on the toilet seats. Oh, you are the worst. Put it on the toilet seats of all the bathrooms in the entire school. You're going to punish some poor <laughs> sophomore that's having the worst day of his life, and he just needs to take a break in the bathroom, <laughs> and now he doesn't understand why his inner thigh oh is burning. Oh my god! Like I look back, like I'm still slightly an asshole, but this was like, this was definitely one god, of those that's so moves. mean. <laughs> and it's like a prank. That's just bullying. So we went on, and it was seniors, and uh, we take our gloves and we 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 cover the toilet seat in oh my god. in icy hot, and it was right after lunch period. We see all these sophomore freshmen come up. And there was this one guy. He was on the football team. Little, little short guy. And he's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and he starts rubbing his ass on the lockers. Oh, what? I was rubbing on the locker. Oh, no. I don't. He Honestly, I was. That that was that was a time. The where, poor kids of I Wheeling, know, West Virginia. You're such a bully. I know. It was a bad time. See, yeah. okay. My cool. My other high school. The cool one. We had this big hill that went from the high school down to the parking lot. All the seniors had cars, so instead of bullying other people, they created a slip and slide. So you go down the hill of your car faster. Okay. See, that's that's more reasonable. That's nice. Yeah, it was cool. I'm yeah. really sad that I missed it, but that was still really cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's. I think that's all we've got for today for the stories. Um, yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we've got. Um, we're gonna leave that for now, and then we're also gonna come back next week with some more stories. Like I said. Um, we always looking for more, so submit your stories, email us, or contact us, see what you like. Um, or if you have any local news, fundraisers, uh, we're always trying to look to help the community. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're here for Corvallis, by Corvallis, and uh, all about Corvallis. Yeah. All right, so we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening, and cheers, Anthony. Cheers. All right.